Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Down on the Wire. Glad to have you back in this season three, episode three. Yes, thanks for joining us. Double threes. That's got to mean something. 33. Larry Bird. It's got to be. Larry Bird. The man. Let's go. I, I wish that these folks could, were just here to see, uh, like, us try to start this. Because it takes us at least, like, six fucking tries to do this <laughs> time. And just the awkwardness and just, like, well, the, the first... tension. Always kills me because we, it, yeah, it's bad. Well, the first one I did, you stopped it because I, I apparently sounded very unenthused. I did not stop it. You just stared at me blankly for five seconds, and I was like, okay, maybe I should press pause now. <laughs> but hey, guys, thanks for joining us today. Doesn't sound so hot. Go right? like, hey, guys, how we doing? <laughs> sound like one of those Instagram bloggers. <laughs> sound like you're about to sell me like some like teeth whitening stuff. <laughs> It's a good business, I hear. Conor McGregor's got into it. Really? Yeah, that's you what see, he's you ever see those ads when he bites yeah, on that thing? Yeah, the tray and it yeah. lights up. Somebody else is in those, too. I mean. Speaking my, of McGregor, did you see his tweet? Oh, yeah, but wanting to fight a uh, buddy guy. Something because um, th- they updated the look of the UFC belt. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it looks sick as fuck, by the Does way. It? A lot I better than how it used it. to look, in oh. my opinion. And then he just commented on a tweet that had a picture of, like, what the new belt looks like, and he just says, I'm back. But, like, imagine that in your head in an Irish accent. <laughs> just like, I'm a Nimi, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was, a, there was a fight this weekend, too. Uh, I, I don't know who it was against, but I, I, and I didn't tune in, but I imagine it was... The real battle this past few nights was that handshake between Pacquiao and Mayweather. Bro, I don't think that was that bad. It was that in was... slow motion, so it looked kind of fucked. It was pretty bad. But, like, I I think that Pacquiao, like, Mayweather wasn't looking for the handshake. He was looking for, like, the nice, like, ah, da-da, like, how you doing, buddy? And then Pacquiao's like, oh, what am I doing? I gotta take hands? Mayweather's like, side on that, though, because that's an awkward angle for Mayweather to give a handshake. Well, that's what I mean. That's why he didn't go for the handshake. He just went for, like, the ba ba like, hey, how you doing, yeah. champ? Ba-ba. Yeah. Just like a ha-ha. Yeah. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, fuck. Looked we. I don't know why they put it into slow motion, because that made it look fucked. Like, this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it looked kind of weird. Dead. Like, it, uh, no, no, it looked weird. I've been a part of many of those handshakes in my day. Oh, man. Like this is the turkey? Yeah, yeah, like the... I like that yeah. one. Or like the, um, the, just like the... Like go in for the handshake. They like go to like dap you, and you're like, yeah. And you just hug them, just hug them, <laughs> just wrap them. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the hug. Whether I've met you for the first time, for the fiftieth time, huge. You know, that's what I mean. Like it takes balls to go up to someone and be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's bring her in. Like real men in. hug. Real men hug. That's how we're gonna start this podcast. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> a real man though looks like he has taken and obscene amount of Adderall before a football game and then goes to coach it, though. Like, oh, so you're talking about Sean, Sean McVay. Sean is the fucking man right now. That is a man. Folks, go back and rewatch any game or just watch the fucking Super Bowl, and you'll look at Sean McVay on the sideline, I, and he, the guy looks like he's on an overdose of Adderall. I, I haven't... I Like, I didn't really notice this until, like, it was getting a lot of publicity this past week, right? And, like... That guy's fucking nuts. His eyes are he wired. He's crazy, man. Wired. Like, they, Down to the wired. Hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, that guy is on fucking edge, man. Dude, that guy's nuts. He remembers every single play 
of every single game he's ever coached. I remember watching that thing where he just rattled off like six like, fucking plays. Like, and, yeah, you're right. No, it's that's a football. Imagine being his right wife. Now. That would fucking suck. You know, you know, you're always second if you're his wife. Yeah, F- like, football's first. Football. Just... Todd Gurley's second, <laughs> and you're third. Jared Goff's actually third. You're fourth. You're not, you, you know what? If he wins the Super Bowl, you might not even crack the top five. <laughs> Dude, his wife is, oh, I feel bad for her. That's a man who just, that's a man, yeah, that's a man who just, you gotta. He's you, married to the game. Yeah, exactly. It's like Bill Belichick. Like, you don't know anything other about, other than, like, Bill Belichick's the coach of the Patriots. Yeah, and like, he just wins. Does he have a, does he have a life? God knows. I think he sleeps in the stadium. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just got a cot in his office. He saves money by renting out his office in the facility and just sleeps there 24-7. Yeah, like he Airbnbs his bedroom at home. Yeah. His wife just, like, makes do with it. If he even has one. Like, you know who knows? I mean? God knows. Like, everyone knows Brady has a wife. Yeah, Giselle, whatever. Who? Belichick. Belichick's got Brady. I think that is. <laughs> is Brady, what's what's that called when you have more than one wife? Uh, Polygamy? So Polygamy, yeah. Is Brady... Right. Married to Belichick and it's Giselle? Sister wives. Belichick and Giselle are sister wives to Brady. It's kind of like some shameless shit. <laughs> With, uh, Kevin? Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, speaking of Sean Bay, though, I want to get this out of the way. I'm rattled. Because, yeah, great games whatsoever, but the Saints got screwed over for back-to-back yeah, years. Ah! It just sucks, man, because they deserve to win that s- game. If you want to see how I feel, look on our Instagram, and we have a video of a fan freaking out. That's exactly how I feel. I My problem, too, is that I, I just I fucking hate, I hate overtime in NFL. I but think, I don't know how, what other way they should be um, figuring it out, like, I Fuck, like, put the quarterbacks at the end of the end zone and just get them to rip bombs down the field. Like, first one whose arms get tired is the loser. <laughs> or, like, whoever throws the furthest, like, winner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, So the Chiefs would have won. Yeah, maybe. Patty Mahomes would have just slung it. So each each quarterback stands on the goal line, and whoever hucks it the farthest wins. Mm-hmm. Or, or I say, I say, I think now, bench clearing brawl, last man standing, that team wins. Jesus Christ. Like, battle royale. Belichick would have made a case to keep Aaron Hernandez on the team then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> oh, man. No, but, like, I, I, I can't stand it, dude. Like, A, the rules. No one knows the fucking rules. Whenever you're, you're notice when you're watching overtime football, everyone's going, wait, so now that they've got the ball, can they kick it? Or, like, you're like, uh... Maybe I don't fucking know, and then every all of a sudden, like I think if they punt it through the end zone, they win. Yeah, like I, like oh well, they had it, and then this, so they have, like, I, I don't know, like it's just it's. I think I saw this thing though. I think both teams should have the chance to get the ball though. I, I agreed, agreed. It like, and that's what I don't like. Like obviously, like I'm Pats fan. I can't be mad. Brady marched down the field mm-hmm. and got the win. Like I'm gonna take that every time. But I, I. I think that maybe, like, you know, give them an extra 15 minutes, like an extra quarter just to play out, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. whoever can win at the end of that quarter wins the game, right? Like, yeah, I, I think, like that. you know what I mean? Like, just give them an extra quarter rather than first score wins. I understand, like, not trying to, like, make the game 
I don't know. Like everyone's getting tired and like no, it, risk it, for injury. No, like you don't there. do that in regular season, just in the playoffs. Okay. Like regular season just stays as it is. You know what I mean? No, but no, no, because no one knows. I don't understand how it fucking works. (laughs) I just said that. (laughs) Move on before I get pissed off. Saints wouldn't have even had to go through that overtime if that was just called pass interference. Oh my fucking Christ, man! Excuse my language, but like that was horseshit. (laughs) Excuse my language, that was fucking horseshit. (laughs) (laughs) Like pardon my French, but jeez, no, that's got to be called, man. You can't treat a future Hall of Famer. In this league like that, you can't do Drew Dirty like that. Don't do not do that to my boy Breeze. Don't do that. That should be his nickname now, Drew Dirty. Drew Dirty? Dirty Drew. Dirty Drew. Something like that. Anyway, but, yeah, I mean. What's fuck. the point of home field advantage if you're not going to get those bang-bang calls? That's what I mean. Like, what's the point of paying the refs to make the right calls if they're not going to make the right fuck calls? You know what I mean? It's a Pats fan mentality. Right <laughs> exactly. <there. laughs> it's all in there. It's all in here. You beat the system. That no, was, I, I, I'm any other time man that's pass interference like you can't just bulldoze someone when the ball is still three feet away from any sort of realm of catchability and then just that be like ah oh, third down it goes <laughs> like yeah that's fucking bullshit how about that michael thomas tweet then? yeah there i i hope that like that needs something a, needs to happen that there. rule in the rule book is legit i didn't know that was an actual thing they could redo that game not the whole game but at, from that point that's crazy. Can you imagine? I would love I, to see that. I would love to see if you Saints and Rams line up for five last minutes. Oh, dude, that'd be amazing. Okay, if you don't love this, you're not a football fan because people are forgetting there's only one game left until we have no football for months on end and everyone's just back to and, being depressed. And then, yeah, and then you got to make do with fucking hockey. I like hockey. I like basketball. I don't like baseball, but... <laughs> Is that a sport? <laughs> <laughs> You know, That's my mom always my mom always says if you can smoke and drink while playing it, it's not a sport. And for that reason, <laughs> I have some strongly opposed views to the like sport of professional baseball. <laughs> I don't know if you could smoke. Ah, yeah, you could. You could, do dude. That. Tell me you could. Hockey goalies used to smoke. You think that you can't swing a bat and fucking smoke? Like. <laughs> You can smoke playing baseball. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, we're getting to the dog days. Yeah, we're getting into the, the shit Bowl. days. Well, and so why not see an extra five minutes of football on top of that? Who wouldn't love it? Michael Thomas would. I'd Michael love Thomas it. would. I'd love it. Let's make it happen. Pick up the phone, Roger. All right, how about Gurley's Instagram post? That though, was funny as fuck. That is the most savage. That kind of cleared the air. Because everyone in the Rams locker room mm-hmm. knows, like, ah, we kind of got away with mm-hmm. one. Like, we, mm-hmm. we don't really... I don't want to say we don't deserve to be here, but, like... They played a great game, and, and it's just that by the end of it, like, it, the game did rest on one completely botched call. Oh, yeah. Like, that is what that game... Yeah. That game could have been completely so, different. Todd Gurley just cleared there, and he's like, yeah, I know, but fuck you, we're going to the Super Bowl, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. Like, screw you guys. Exactly. And, I mean, someone had to do it. Somebody someone had, had to, to do it. it. I mean, and then it's... Whatever. You, I think it's great. I mean, fuck... If I was a Saints fan, I'd be pretty cheesed, you know? But I, I don't know. I'd rather, uh, as a Pats fan, I'd rather be playing the Rams than um, the Saints, no doubt. Well, the Saints are the better team. And I'm, I, I, God, I fucking hate. I hate the Rams now even more. If I didn't hate the Rams before this week, I'd hate them even more now. I, that's the thing. I like the Rams. I like the Rams. No, but Gurley only got four carries that game. That's kind of wild. So is here's my question. Is this sad on the Saints' point? 
point of yeah. point of perspective. Come on, you can do it, man. You can <laughs> do it. Point of view. There it is. Is that right? Yeah. So why would this, this? Why would this be sad on the Saints' point of view? On the Saints' point of perspective. <laughs> <laughs> this would be sad. Is this sad on the Saints' part that they couldn't win, having one of the best players ah, in the okay. league only have the ball four times, and he dropped the ball that ended up in a pick. Or is this just fucking major big dick energy on the part of Sean McVay and the Rams saying like, ah, we're not even gonna give the ball to the best player in the league. Like we're still. I think beat you. I and think that I think that yes, big dick energy. But I think that now he's got like a f- like. I think that he's coming out now in this next game with something to prove. Oh, you know I think he's I mean? gonna go on an opposite. Like tire. I think I think that now like every other carry is going to Todd Gurley next game mm-hmm. just because. I don't know if it was like a rest tactic or what, but like I think maybe. it wasn't for rest. They just said that they were going with the hot hand, and they felt that that was that fucking bowling ball they got. <laughs> yeah, well I understand. CJ Anderson's massive. Go by the way. go with what go with what's working for you. Stick to what you know. But I think that Todd Gurley's got two weeks now to get his feet back under him, and he's gonna be oh, yeah. coming he's out there some with some crew. fucking fight. Yeah. How about uh? Marcus Peters is my new least favorite player, not just in the NFL, but in every sport combined in the past 50 years. I absolutely hate that guy. Last 50 years? Yeah. <laughs> the last 50 years of my life, he is my least favorite player. Because that guy, whenever something's going bad for the Rams, the camera crew puts the camera on him, and he looks all sad, and you're like, oh, poor guy. He kind of has, like, a bit of a baby face. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, like, poor guy. I feel bad. Like, come on. Like, give him give him something. Like, refs, come on. Give him a break. Mm-hmm. And the second something goes right for the Rams, the smallest little thing, he is the cockiest motherfucker on the face of the earth, and he'll let you know, and he'll be right in your face, and I hate it. And I'm like, why did I ever feel fucking bad for you? I hate you. I hate you. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I Yeah. I mean, it's an emotional roller coaster, that guy, and I can't <laughs> handle it. I can't handle it. He just plays with my head too much. Pulls <laughs> <sighs> my heartstrings way too hard. Can't do it. The thing about, um, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. People like that piss me off, not only in sports, but in real life, too. You know what I mean? Like, there are those people that. Call me out? No, I'm looking at the wall. I'm looking at the wall <laughs> over there. Some, I'm talking to somebody else right now. <laughs> no, like, I know what you mean, though. Like, that pissed me off. My least favorite player, in, like, athlete in the world is Matthew Dellavedova. Oh, I hate that guy, too. Because just, fuck you, Matthew Dellavedova. He just I, has a face you want to punch. And I just, <laughs> you know? His you face. Know? I don't know what it is about it's him. his face. And I think it's because I played so much 2K. Oh, Give it to Matthew Delvadova, the three-point specialist. He Brick. has the weirdest Brick. form. Brick. Too. Brick. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Matthew. But he has a ring. He does a ring, but... Ah, goddamn shit, Jesus. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. Keep going. I don't want to talk about his favorites. To, okay, it was a wild championship weekend, though. We can all agree on that. For sure. So the second game... Before the second game between the Chiefs and the Pats... Brady said, I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Brady is that the is baddest motherfucker quote. on the planet. That is a direct quote. And he deserves to be... He doesn't even deserve... He can say that because guess what, the, folks? He is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. The game was over before it even started. No, right dude. after he said that. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. second after he said that, game was over. I never bet against the Pats. No, you can't. Playoff Brady is like... I, I don't know. 
something really good. It's really... <laughs> <laughs> it is rare to see two goats in the same game and Brady and Romo commentating-wise... And it was probably one of the greatest championship games. I was a because fucking amazing game. And like even down to the end, like thirty nine seconds left, Mahomes marches it down the field, ties it up, ties it. No, I'm just saying is like at the end of it though, like Brady he prevailed. He's retained his title. You know, mm-hmm. he's fucking. He's the man, man. Mahomes was the third best quarterback in the building that day. Don't, shut up, <laughs> Brady. And Romo stole the show that day. No Romo, Romo killed it as a commentator. Yeah. Andrew, as a commentator. Yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> like, it, he's, that was... That was Romo's greatest performance. Of all, uh, greatest playoff <laughs> performance of all time. <laughs> no, like, we're, si- like, sitting there and him going, they need to put Gronk outside and then get Edelman crossed the middle and then blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, like, Gronk's catching the ball on the outside. Edelman's got two guys tied up in the middle, and Gronk just picked up 15. Mm-hmm. Easy money. Romo just said you that. You kind of wonder why he didn't switch positions. That, and that's what he I mean. He should have played defense if he just knew what was going to happen. <laughs> that's what I mean. And uh, you see, like, Stephen A. Smith saying, like, uh, do you see that? He's, like, t- the, one of the best, perf- I don't know, something along the lines of what we just kind of said. Like, that was just the best, single best commentating I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, he 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 picked it perfectly, dude. <laughs> like, I don't understand how he did it. It also is kind of easy, though, because what triggered me was that Edelman did that same fucking play oh, across the six middle. six times at least. And the Chiefs didn't just put a linebacker in the middle of the field to just block that. So... Obviously, they're going to keep fucking doing it. That's on the that's the Chiefs' fault why they lost that game because you just got to put a guy in the middle of the field. That's uh, all Edelman no, was doing. Sure. He's going across the middle of the field. And then when they when Edelman would go across, yeah, exactly, push him to the outside. <sighs> but like, yeah, Stephen A. Smith, they like, gave big props to uh, um, Romo. I have yeah. to too. Well, but I hate Stephen A. Smith so much. We're uh, we're yeah, he's uh, he's on the decline. He's we're getting... a loudmouth schnook, as my dad would say. <laughs> <laughs> How about his top five qu- playoff quarterbacks? That's How's not that even like it, it just doesn't make sense. How do you put Tom Brady at the bottom? How do you put Tom Brady be- behind Austin Rivers? Not Austin, Austin Rivers. Rivers. Not Austin Rivers. My bad, Philip Rivers. <laughs> he had in order: Andrew Luck, Patrick Mahomes, Philip Rivers, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady. Doesn't make any sense. In no list should any of those guys be ahead of Tom Brady. Forget like, forget Dak Prescott and Philip Rivers. Like, what the fuck are those guys even doing there? That's what I mean. And Andrew Luck, he hasn't. And Patrick Mahomes, any of those guys, really. None of them. Tom have- Brady is the goat. You talk to anybody, Tom Brady is undeniably the goat and of Romo. all time. He's and, the goat of all time. He's Romo. the greatest of all time of all time. Goat of all time. Goat of all time. Goat of all time. <laughs> this, okay, I, bold claim, I know, I've said it before, I've gotten a lot of, a la, like, a lot of uh, backlash from saying this, but Tom Brady wins this Super Bowl. He's got six rings, right? Correct. Correct. Who else has six rings? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Who is the goat of basketball? In my eyes, Michael Jordan. There it is. In my eyes, too. And, like, that's that just puts him on that level. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, he's already on that level. Like, we said this last week that yeah. Brady's undeniably he's untouchable. the goat of all goats because there's no debate. Yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm a Niners fan, and it took a lot of courage for me to come out and say that Brady's better than Montana. 
it took a lot out of me. And, and same with like the argument of Peyton, right? Like you just, oh, no. you can't. Peyton doesn't even crack my top two. Well, I guess that's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to say that Brady's better than Montana, but Peyton Manning's definitely not better than either one of them because, like, you know, sometimes you make it hard not for me just to lash out and roast you like that. I'm Please, reeling it in. I encourage I'm you reeling it in. It's going to be a day where I end you on this show. <laughs> it's the day that you figure out how automatic doors work, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> Well, we're a couple of days out from Championship Sunday, and is is the game clock still correct, or is it? <laughs> the game clock is correct, actually. How many times did the ref no, go to the middle of the field, turn on his mic, and just say, Game clock's correct. <laughs> just so you guys know. The game clock is correct. The game clock is correct. Oh, thanks. I was trusting that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if it was wrong? Like, what would I have done? So you tell me it's wrong every time they don't say that? That's what I mean. Now I'm nervous. I have no faith. No faith. This weekend told me that I have no faith in the NFL because of the pass interference, and we never know if the game clock's correct. <laughs> Here I Here's my stupid ass believing that the fucking game clock's right. How ignorant of me. <laughs> like, jeez, John. How dumb am I to think that the time they have on the television is right? And why aren't more great refs telling me when it is right? <laughs> We need more men like this in the world. All heroes don't wear capes. Mm-mm, not even close. That's enough football talk. <coughs> All right. I don't know if you guys saw this. Flippin' thinks to college basketball. Some basketball hoops. Getting close to March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> early, way too early March Madness talk. Math McConaughey is going to lead Texas to the championship. <laughs> Man, do you know what fucked me up, though? Is I wa- Okay, anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, Matthew McConaughey was on the bench of... Uh, are you kidding? Was on the bench of... Is that, um, that's McConaughey on the phone. Get him off. <laughs> no, like, McConaughey was on the bench of uh, the Texas basketball team in a suit that matches their colors and is lifting players up to make sure that they're... Um, uh, like, make sure that they're, yeah. like, giving props He's to He's got, like, players. the hand on the belt buckle. Know. Do you know what fucked me up, though? <laughs> is I was like, no fucking way, Matthew McConaughey switched careers. I had to go on Wikipedia whether or not this guy had some role on Texas a He looked like a coach. <laughs> he like he a sold coach. me. Greatest actor of all time. So, like, it's not even like it's a movie he's acting as a coach. He was on the bench <laughs> fucking me up, bro. Walking up and down, telling players what to do, telling them when to get up, sit the fuck down, or stand the fuck up. <laughs> the look on his face, like, you know that Texas oh, man just like... Like, the Texas man, mm, like, chin down. Mm, <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> like, sold. I was sold, man. Um, it... Uh, yeah, just, I was making me laugh, man. I was dying. I watched it, like, three times, and after I was like, is that even Matthew McConaughey? (laughs) (laughs) Um, how about, Melo's got to retire. It's just getting sad. And he got traded to the Bulls, the worst team in the league. Can't get any sadder than that, but oh wait, it can. They're not even keeping him. They're releasing him. I saw a picture. It was like Mello in an Atlanta jersey and Mello in a Bulls jersey and said which Mello was better. <laughs> but Mello either 
The Rockets paid the Bulls to take them off his hands. Yeah, they gave him. <laughs> I, it's sad, though, like because he was so good. And perhaps he did deserve a ring. But now you're kind of victory lapping it too hard. Yeah. You're like the you're grade. That, you're the grade sixteen in high school. Yeah, you're the twenty three year old that's like finishing where, up chem twelve so that you can go be a firefighter. Everyone you knew in high school is gone. Like Every, all the grade nines when you were in grade twelve are now graduating university. Mm. So you know no one. That's kind of well. He knows people, but like he's just so out of place right now. I just yeah, and I think like if he just I I don't know. I don't know Mello on the personal level, but from what I've kind of gathered from it is perhaps he's just a little too hard to get along with almost. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he went to OKC last year from the Knicks. Like, that was where he got traded from the Knicks. And, like, everyone was juiced because everyone's going, fuck, Westbrook, um, Mello, and... uh, Paul George together, like, that's insane. And Melo underperformed so much. That it, it, it was pretty good for 2K, though. Oh, it's insane yeah, for, it 2K. Was good for 2K. It's dope. But then Melo got shitty halfway through the season, and then and his then rating The dropped. roster's updated, yeah. yeah. Um, we got to remember, though, that he is same draft class as LeBron and was pitted against LeBron as his rival, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, they're boys, but. They are. And, that's and, like the benchmark, I guess you could say. I know. And um, obviously, LeBron eclipsed his greatness. By so much. I, I'm kind of putting Melo in that same boat now as Allen Iverson almost. Do you know what I mean? AI like, is much this, better to me. Uh, no question. No question. But just question. But just the stellar player. Like really good player. Doesn't want to come off the bench. Doesn't want to come off the bench. Um, is jump. Well, Melo or uh, Iverson can jump around, but he still had that skill, but just That's, couldn't. He was on a few teams, yeah, towards the end. Just the nug Or just the nugs. He went somewhere else. No, he didn't. I don't think so. Where's our Sixers stat guy? He's a stat guy. Stat guy. Where are you? <laughs> oh, I sent them out early today. We, we had a fact guy in season one. We should bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fact checker like Daniel Dale. <laughs> and not Daniel Dale, the guy who does it all for Trump. No, it is Daniel Dale, I'm pretty sure. But whatever. Keep going. But yeah, no, sad on Mello. Uh, it's kind of ironic because the, the Bulls like put up billboards a couple, like, years ago when it was, like, free agency times t- trying to get Melo to sign with the Bulls. Yeah, and now they're getting rid of him like a hot potato. Yeah. Like, bench warmers. Yeah. <laughs> How about, okay, completely different end of the spectrum, though. Clay Thompson's absolutely killing it. He's on fire. Ten straight threes. Forty. In three dribbles. Four, how, how many points did he get? Last night, 45? Well, at least, at least 30. But well, yeah. yeah, he had like 40, 40, maybe 45, somewhere in there, I think. And 30 of them were trays. That's in a nut. row. Yeah, that's in a row. nuts. 10 in a row. I feel like, okay, it was only in three dribbles. I feel like if you gave Clay the ball to run up the court and actually force him to dribble, he'd look like Gronk on that last play in the Miami Miracle. <laughs> or Brady just trying to run a route like in the Super Bowl last year. I don't <laughs> think he could Brady do it. Brady trying to run any where like i think <laughs> the way to beat clay is to force him to dribble yeah or punch him he'll in his look knees. like a deer on skates yeah like yeah break his hand well no well you could that would stop him you can't shoot a tray if you got a broken hand just science science <laughs> it's basic physics <laughs> no he, he, that's he, italian physics he hot he heats up man like just unstoppable yeah but I'm telling you right now, if you want to beat the Warriors, force Clay to dribble. Yeah. Because he can't. 
He doesn't do it. He doesn't like people think it's amazing how he's doing like thirty points and only three dribbles. This it's is not like, n- like this no. Is, he just doesn't know how to dribble. This so. is not the first time that we've seen a stat like within the past week where it's been like Clay has dribbled in an absurdly Low minuscule amount. amount of times, like under five. Yeah, with an extremely large amount of points. Like so, the, the king of catch is, and shoot, sure, but make him dribble and then we'll flip the tables. You know what I mean? How quickly the turnstable. Fuck Golden State. (laughs) Golden State pissed me off. Cousins is back, but... That still pissed me off. That's a story for another day. (laughs) 